1: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
0: The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road, but if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor.
4: Hello
5: and welcome. It's our number three, our number three of our radio program and the Philadelphia Eagles dropping some bird poo on the Broncos. Now, that's not much of a talker, but there was one play, which was the play of the weekend. Denver quarterback Teddy Bridgewater had an opportunity to make a potentially game-saving tackle, keep the Broncos in the game, and he went, old matador he pulled out the matador defense after a fumble was this a good business decision or a bad choice for teddy bridgewater we discuss right now in our number three a bridge falling into troubled waters welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are side by side, in the air, everywhere. We're in the middle of nowhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and mighty powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the popper, the hot take popper deep in the bowels of the Fox Sports Radio Studios at a secret location somewhere. Far, far away in the Northwoods. So our lead this hour comes from the Mile High City. Now, I anticipated that we were going to do some kind of deep dive on the Packers and the Seahawks, but that game was so lousy. It was so god-awful. I don't want to sit here and break down that game at all. So instead, we go where the story is, and the story here is in Denver. That it was not a game high on our radar. It was not a great game. The Eagles and Broncos were close until late in the third quarter. Denver came tumbling down back to earth. Boston Scott and Jordan Howard each ran for over 80 yards. Philadelphia put up 214 yards of offense on the ground alone, the running game as they ended up pulling away in the late stages there, 30-13, beat down of the Broncos. That is not a talker. There's nothing good about talk radio from that final score. But the story within the story is outstanding. The viral play of the weekend happened in this game. And you say, how could that be, Ben? It was a blowout. There's it, it, no viral play. Well, you do not know where I'm going. This play involves Teddy Bridgewater, the bridge over troubled waters. And a week after the greatest moment in Teddy Bridgewater's Bronco career, beating up the Dallas Cowboys like a comet that falls down and burns up through the solar system there, falling down through a uh, back down to earth, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, if you didn't see this, now let me set it up for you. So the Broncos have the ball. They're going for it on fourth down. And they run the play on fourth down. Eagle defensive back Darius Slay ends up scooping up a fumble. The running play. And this turned out to be a game-changing 83-yard fumble return for a touchdown at the end of the third quarter. And while Slay picked up the football and was hightailing it towards paydirt, going towards that end zone, he ran past Teddy Bridgewater. And right there, a snapshot moment that tells the story here. As Teddy Bridgewater, veteran quarterback, journeyman quarterback, had an opportunity to make a game-saving play, give his team an opportunity to stay in the game. Did he make any effort to try to tackle Darius Slay? No. No. Uh, And then Bridgewater attempted to explain why why he did not even try to tackle the, at that point, was an offensive player for Philly because they had possession of the ball, Darius Slay. And uh, just pretend I'm Teddy Bridgewater. He said, quote, as I see a guy trying for the block, and I'm just thinking, hey, man, Bridgewater said, I got to force the ball back inside so one of our guys could make the tackle. That's a close quote from Teddy Bridgewater. Now, not surprising that many of the media carry the water for the star athlete, uh, several pundits, giving Teddy Bridgewater a free pass. They said, hey. He's been injured too many times. You can't blame him for not trying to make a tackle. So let us discuss the question. Was this a good business decision as the media elites are letting us down that path or a bad choice for Teddy Bridgewater? So I am going to go first, and the arrow points to not bad choice, horrible decision. Horrible decision. So I have Chaperone, Moonlight, and 1970s sitcom. And we'll connect all this together now. Uh, First of all, Teddy Bridgewater does not get let off the hook, at least not on this show. I'm sure there'll be plenty of other media in the media kowtowing to Bridgewater. Uh, I don't know why. It's not like you, you're dying to get him on your radio show or your TV show, but he's been around a long time, and so they'll be polite and say, no, 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 it was a good business decision. Well, the way I saw it, that's not the case at all. Right? That's not the case at all. Uh, no special treatment because he's had a bunch of injuries here. That was the moment. That was the game-changing play. The Broncos were down by seven late third quarter, less than 20 seconds on the clock. One score game, down by a touchdown. It was such an important play that Vic Fangio, Uncle Vic, said, let's go for it. It's fourth down. Very important play. And they go for it, and fine, the fumble happens. Darius Slade picks up the football, and you allow him to run unchecked. You're now on defense. At that point, you're no longer on offense. You're the defensive player. And instead, Bridgewater treated this like a prom, and he worked as a chaperone at the prom to make sure everything went smoothly for Darius Slay. He was, like, helping him. He's like, all right, go ahead. Go ahead there. The path is clear for the Eagle offensive player at that point, even though he's a defender, to traverse the rest of the field into the end zone, touchdown, Philadelphia, and they are on their way for what will turn out to be a lopsided win in large part because of that very moment. Now, second, let's go back to Teddy Bridgewater's explanation, which was pure gibberish, right? He claimed he had to force Slay inside so someone else could make the tap tackle. That is applesauce is what it is, and I'm being kind here. I can't say what I really want to say. Clearly, Teddy thinks that the Bronco fan is a ragamuffin, right? Uh, if, if you are any kind of intelligent fan, you would snicker at that and say, just don't, what are you doing, right? Now, we are the perfect arbitrators of justice. I have no skin in the game. I am an independent observer here. And when I saw that play and then saw the words of Teddy Bridgewater, I became bug-eyed, right? I was like, you got to be kidding me. Bridgewater should be moonlighting after the season Driving a Mr. Softy truck, right? That is the ultimate soft serve play. Quarterbacks for years have had the reputation of uh, essentially being models, right? Pretty boys, uh, not wanting to get dirty. And Bridgewater did not do any quarterback any kind of a favor. And as far as the story that many in the media are peddling, that this is some kind of post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, PTSD, from past injuries, if that is true. All right, let's just go down that road right now. If that is true, then Teddy Bridgewater should not play football. Just stay home. If the idea that you have to make a tackle causes you such fright that you should not be playing, that's pitiful. right? You can't play scared. You can't do anything scared, but especially playing football, I can't do that because I might get hurt again. And any sport that you play, that approach, really anything in life, but in sports because we're doing sports radio, The second that you show weakness in any area, the opponent will then pounce and capitalize on it. All right, final thought. So Teddy Bridgewater does not qualify again for any kind of exemption. Uh, We are not giving any kind of exemption out here. He is a middle-of-the-pack starting quarterback. Uh, He is a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. He's been about what I thought he would be. He's actually been a little worse than I thought he would be for the Broncos. And as far as the contract, he's getting a good amount of money from the contract he signed with the Carolina Panthers. This guy's a football hobo from his days in Minnesota to the Jets to New Orleans to Carolina and on to Denver, and who knows where he'll end up next on the Vagabond Express. But Teddy's not ever going to be the top-line Patrick Mahomes Tom Brady-type quarterback. He's got to be the everyman quarterback. Lead by example. His example on this play was to allow the defensive player who is now on offense, Darius Slay, to pick up the game-changing turnover without an ounce of effort to slow him down and keep your team in the game. What a good teammate. If only it was flag football, then Bridgewater would have been fine. He was in position to pull the flag of Darius Slay, but I thought you learned playing peewee football. Instincts, right? Never give up on a play. They coach us all along. Do they still teach that, or do the coaches now say, uh, you know, it's okay to give up. It's our, don't worry about it. You're too valuable to try to make the play. Give up on the play. Is that the new coaching technique, or did Bridgewater go rogue? Inquiring minds would like to know. Now, Bridgewater is lucky in the sense that he plays in Denver, and that is a town that will give him a pass. I, uh, a town, that's, uh, the media, I have some friends that work in Denver media, but it's, uh, it's known as a pretty soft media town. They'll buy the malarkey that he's selling. Uh, imagine if the uniforms were reversed, if it was a Bronco defensive player that picked up a fumble uh, turnover from a player on Philadelphia. And the Eagles quarterback was in that position, and he decided to do the old matador. Ole, 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 ole. right, And just allowed the Bronco player to run by him. The Eagle fan, led by Fats in Philadelphia, would run, whoever that player is, in this case Teddy Bridgewater, would run their ass out of town. It's like that old line from the sitcom, That's not my job! 1970s, right? That's not my job. This is a career-defining play. Tell Tell me I'm wrong on that. This is the play that I will remember Teddy Bridgewater for. Is there any other play, other than him getting hurt, is there any play that stands out from Teddy Bridgewater's time in the NFL and the chances of him having a play that trumps this are pretty low? This is the signature moment of Bridgewater's career. Now, fortunately for him, it wasn't a playoff game. It was just a regular season game, and a lot of people didn't see it. I'll give you a a comparison, a comp. Cam Newton, flavor of the weekend, right? Cam's back, playing a few plays, scored a touchdown on the ground, threw for a touchdown, and so Cam is back, and everyone's all excited about that. But what is the defining moment of Cam Newton's career? That's right, against the Broncos in the Super Bowl, Carolina, fumbled! Does Cam jump on it? No. Cam treats it like a live hand grenade, and uh, the rest is his history. But it's pretty bad. We've seen kickers and punters put more effort out to make a tackle than Teddy Bridgewater did in this particular play. That is, that is a major demerit, a major demerit. I mean, what are you doing here? What are you doing? All right, let's hear from Bridgewater. We gave you one of his quotes. Here's Bridgewater, who is commenting on the future. I understand why he doesn't want to look back at this game. Here's Teddy talking about what's upcoming for the Broncos. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm.
6: You know, that's a lot of good things to take away from, you know, these past 10 weeks. It's a lot of bad. Um, We'll use this week to. Reflect, you know, take some time away, not drift too far away, and try to come back with that laser focus for the next seven weeks.
5: Yeah, it's like a uh, reflecting pond, is what it is. That's, I'm sure, that's exactly uh, what it is. All right, here's more. Let's hear from uh, Uncle Vic, uh, the defensive stalwart. Wait till you hear Vic Fangio's breakdown on what happened to his Denver defense.
6: Uh, We struggled stopping their run, obviously, and they've been running it good against uh, most everybody they play. And we've struggled to stop the run consistently this year. I was worried about that coming into the game, and that proved itself out and, you know, hurt scrambling, hurt us in the first half when we
7: rushed four. We weren't getting enough, and when we rushed uh, more than that, we had some success. Other times we didn't.
5: All right, the words of wisdom from Vic Fangio. As the Broncos take two steps forward and then immediately take three steps back after beating the Dallas Cowboys to a pulp, they come right back and uh, drop a nice a hot deuce uh, right there at the mile-high marker. My goodness. And that's a, that's a into a bye game. So they have a week off now to let, uh, let that, not like these guys are going to con- be concerned about it. Clearly not. They wouldn't have played like that if they were concerned about it. But they have a week off, and then they have to play The rest of the schedule, the gauntlet. Anyway, it's uh, Ben Maller's show. If you'd like to be part, you can give us a call here at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. And real-time feedback is welcome. You can join the phone. We'll take some phone calls straight ahead. Also, later this hour, at the end of the hour, we have the Insta Advice Line, Unscreened Radio. Unscreened radio coming up a little bit later in the hour. Straight ahead for us, it's a bonus baby. It's a bonus baby. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch
8: live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And... Find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
5: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is...
6: I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
7: Listen up, Malor Militia. The Ben Malor Show is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Join the movement and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller, And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer, He's manning the phones, but he is more than just the call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop-de-loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco fan. Moo. And I live. would add four inches. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Robin
5: Vegas writes in uh, reacting to the Maller monologue about Teddy Bridgewater and the ole, 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 ole tackle attempt. Great moment in football this weekend. Well, not for Teddy Bridgewater, but it's like, I can't believe that's a professional athlete, an opportunity to keep his team in the game. And uh, uh. Uh, Rob I, I, says, I disagree with you on the Teddy monologue, Ben. I have two points. Amazing off the cuff excuse by Teddy uh, forced him back inside. He's setting up for a post playing career in comedy. And also says uh, Teddy was doing his best Cam Newton impersonation, but you. Ruined that part by copying me. Mark Mann, the Bronco fan, says 10 out of 10 about Bridgewater. The Bronco fans are not going to put up with that. Now they have a lot of time to hear how pissed everyone is. And Alf, the alien opiner from Springfield, Mass., home of the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, says A minus on the Maller monologue. I had to deduct points. For you not knowing the room, you always profess about your target demo, and I feel that you should have gone with a late 80s, early 90s sitcom. Uh, Good thing that management is fast asleep. Yeah, I know. I, I I don't think I've made one ALF reference in a monologue. I'll have to work on that. I'll have to get some great quotes by ALF and put those out there. Coop, you're the resident Bronco apologist. That's your quarterback. Coop, defend your guy. Go ahead. Defend your guy, Coop. I don't know why. When
10: you say that, it's so annoying. As if you expect everybody to just defend their players just because they're fans. We're not all like you, blind homers. Uh, But I will say...
5: Who's laughing in the... What is that, Chris? You're laughing at... How dare you, Chris? I... (laughs) Listen, I call out people when they don't play well. I call them. You, out. No, you I call out. You them. call out the Dodgers because that's the
10: only team no, you're actually a fan Clippers. of. I you wore never a call that out is the, the Rams or the Clippers because you're a just lie. a fake troll you're fan. Make, you're making that no, that's up. Exact, no, that's exactly what it is. I've but, been the more Clipper game. See, than I, I laughed because I knew Clipper I could dare. wind you two up. But we're we're getting away from the point. You're right about your monologue, all except for one thing. And one of the tweets that you read alluded to it. Treddy Bridgewater is not going to get a pass from anybody in Denver for for this it's, it's he's
5: not getting run out of town coop they're not going to run him out of town that's a that is a releasable offense if i if i own the Broncos and, i and, and, would release and it.
10: and if he's not going to get run out of town that's only because of poor management of the team, but he's not getting a pass from the Broncos fans. I can tell you that much, and he's actually surprisingly not getting a pass from the media anymore. At least not one of his biggest supporters. Um, I, I'm you know Mark Kisla one of the one of the you know Denver beat writers. I believe he used to be with the Post, but now maybe he's not. a TV guy. I think Denver. Coop. Coop.
5: uh Chris
8: Chris Fett here with uh
10: you know World All right, World we we'd like to welcome in Chris
5: football. to the chat. <laughs> Chris is here to break that. I, down I, I,
10: just, I, shoot, I let me, just let me let me like move out of the way for. No, a no, blue no. check mark over here. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to ask
8: you a question, excuse you. I just want to know since you are the unapologetic Broncos fan that Maller claims that you are, but who is the next man up after Teddy Bridgewater? For that L- position. Look, I, no, no, I, I just I just 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 real quick answer
10: just to illustrate. The no, point. it's not. Yeah. It's not a quick answer. Okay. We don't have a we don't have a next man up. And I've Good, been that's all, it. Yeah. And, and all season long, I've been I've been laughing at the Broncos fans that every time we lose a game, get on there and be like, oh, I can't b- put Drew Locke in like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Drew Locke was terrible. There is nothing that I saw from Drew Locke that made me think that he would do any better than Teddy Bridgewater, but I do believe that Drew Locke would have tried to make a tackle in that play, and that alone makes him better.
5: Yeah. Wow. That's a uh, a hot take right there. That's how I take by Justin Cooper. Hey, the Broncos will have the 14th pick in the draft, Coop. So that's just high enough to not get a. No, good here's, court. here's the frustrating <laughs> part about this, though,
10: is that you know as bad as they've been, and you know as terrible as this loss was, they're yeah. they're completely in the hunt for the for the AFC playoffs because it's a total like. Bottleneck situation in the yeah, AFC, and there's no contender. there's no dominant they're, team, yeah, and not full. to mention they haven't they've played one divisional matchup so far. So once they get back from the bye here, that's when it's really important. You play the the ch- Chargers, you play the Chiefs, and if by some miracle they win those games, all of a sudden they're sitting pretty. So I'm just saying it's not too late to do something about it, Denver.
5: Mm. There you go. Thorough analysis by Justin Cooper. They're the Denver Broncos. If you look at your AFC standings, they are the 12th seed in the AFC. The top seven get in, but uh, you're right. There are a bunch of teams five and four. Uh, the Broncos are five and five after this game. Cle- they're tied with Cleveland, but Cleveland wins the tiebreaker, uh, so they're uh, they're ahead. And then the last team in right now in the AFC is the Chargers. Well, so that's, like, that's, that's the, are
10: out that's the thing though like so the, so they've got their bye week coming up the next game I believe is against the Chargers who who knows what you're going to get there I mean that could that could be a win for the Broncos the Chargers have sucked lately uh, and then I mean the Chiefs are looking better so that
5: you know that's probably bad news there but again who knows what
10: that either so I want to go saying. back
5: to what you said though because the, the drew lock thing there are and I've gotten some email from people we're on in Denver and I've gotten Bronco fans are like hey these people like drew lock truthers or something it's like so they, they, they live in a parallel dimension where <laughs> drew Locke was amazing and he just needs an opportunity coup oh, the broncos are holding the man back
8: the most and popular I, man in town is always the backup quarterback yeah. isn't that what we always say
5: Oh, no, but that's usually because the backup hasn't played he's played that is and been true mostly yeah. terrible i mean jeez louis uh but there are there's a group of diehard bronco fans that truly believe that drew Locke is just being held back by the system and if only he got the opportunity.
10: Yeah, they're you, all over social media on every every Broncos like social media page. They're strong in the comments section, and it look at it how good he was mind. in play action.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They find the one statistic that makes him seem like he knows what he's doing, and they're like, "All right, let's run with that." That's called cherry picking, I believe would be the term. Uh, cherry picking. Uh, let's cherry pick. A or the Maller maneuver. Well, we have to say something Eddie, to break the silence,
8: or else I'm going to have that, to. Dump that was silent.
5: on the air, Eddie. Yeah, I mean, you just said that on the air, Eddie. Yeah. As bullcrap.
7: No, no, it's not.
5: Oh, look at Eddie over there—a typical, uh, you know, typical punk on the playground. You know, I'm having a conversation with Cool and Cruz, and then you go, you lob in a Molotov cocktail. Okay, you're trying to distract. What's me from wrong with that? You want to take a call? It's a punk move. I want to talk to uh, not because of that Eddie because you distracted me. We have to wait to take a call. Ha. ha. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to punish you the rest of the week. Because you are well, what you you've got up your sleeve for next weekend. I'm going to punish you.
7: <laughs> that was not my laugh.
5: I I, I don't that's offensive to me. All right? I'm going to go to HR if you keep playing that. That that serves no purpose for me. Be
8: sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
5: Hey, it's Ben, host of the 5th Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the 5th Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry, in media, sports, and more every week, explore some amazing amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the 5th Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
1: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
4: Hi, checking in for...
1: Or the perfect table.
4: Hey, where are you? Coming!
1: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card...
4: Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
6: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
5: or wherever you get your podcast. Well, we have upset listener Dan. Dan's upset. He's in the music city, Who? it would appear. He says, no dominant teams? Okay, Coop. Yeah. There are no dominant teams. He's, he's making the argument that the Tennessee Titans... Our dominant team. I can debunk that (laughs) in one sentence. One sentence, Dan. The Tennessee Titans lost to the Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. That's it. You're done. I, I don't care if the Jets took guys off the internet. You know, they had a job fair and put them or, you know, in, in uniform. Or the Titans did that. You can't if you're the Titans, you can't lose to the Jets and claim you're a dominant team. By definition, Tennessee loses any right to say they're a dominant team. And I'm not impressed. With all these guys in Nashville, all oh, beat the beat the Saints. Why didn't you? I'm getting I'm getting email. Why didn't you talk? Why should do a monologue about they barely beat the Saints? Let exactly. Trevor Simeon. Trevor exactly. exactly Simeon Trevor bleeping Simeon. And they needed help from the referees to beat the Rams. I'm not impressed. Okay, well. I'm not impressed. Now there's, there's one. <laughs> You're laughing, but that's, in, in classic I am ben accurate. Fashion,
10: you have to derail everything like correct that you no, just said no, by throwing no. out something ridiculous. Well, again,
5: 12 penalties, exactly 115 yards, about. bunch of bullcrap penalties. The NFL helping the Tennessee Chris? Titans out, helping them out. <laughs> Right, anyway, uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, let's say hello to beer-drinking Brian. That means it appears he's alive. He has survived another weekend. Hello, beer-drinking Brian.
10: Uh-oh, maybe not. Oh,
5: I hear him breathing. Oh, hold, on, hold on, Oh, he's got a little snoring situation. Hey,
7: Brian, look, free beer.
5: <laughs> yeah. Nah, I thought that would wake him up for sure. This will scare him. Hey, Brian, half-pint's here. Brian,
7: half-pint. Man. Work wow, who yeah. for two. I thought that would work. It's the cops. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's
6: the sound of the police.
5: <laughs> what, what's uh, that story you told there was a guy three. with a mach- was it a machete or something that was <laughs> running down the street? There's a guy with the machete! Beer drinking, Brian. Nice. Uh, At least he's breathing. Hit some buttons on the phone. Do we, can we hit the button? Coop, hit some buttons on the phone, see that away. I don't know. How do I do that? Just hit one of the buttons on the receiver there. There's numbers right there. Oh, oh.
8: Yeah. Oh, Let me turn that down again. Let me take <laughs> okay. my headphones off for God's sake.
5: Yeah. No. All right. Thank are, you are for. You I, done? I'm okay, done. I think you. we'll move on. Thank you.
7: We now we now have two people left listening to the what, show. What do you it's, think, uh, beer drinking Brian is 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 dreaming about right now? I think he's dreaming about you know when you were a kid it was the uh, the. Uh,
5: Chocolate factory, right? As an adult, <laughs> beer drinking Brian's drinking about like a brewery in St. Louis. Like Homer in Denver, Simpson just or, turning yeah. the tap
7: on. No, that was uh, it was Barney. It's around Barney. Remember? He oh, just Barney. Turned, yeah. Turn yeah, the yeah. tap just, on and it, lay his it, head yeah. underneath it. Yeah.
5: yeah. That's the, that's what we thought oh, Beer oh, Brian My heart looked just like. stopped. Beer Drinking Brian is pencil thin, though. He's very, very thin. This and tall, seen, yeah. Yeah, very tall guy. Very thin. Uh, let's say hello to Chris in Houston, who's next. Hello, Christopher.
11: You know, the radio gods called me because they needed me in, you know. And I just first off, that was one of the best beer-drinking Brian calls ever since Half Pint has left. I swear. The best call. I swear. But that's let me a, first off. That's a cheap
5: shot. That's a cheap shot by you. I would expect nothing less. Hey, I'm just mm-hmm. saying, every
11: call he has, I feel like I need to call, like, the, the Red Cross or something and get this guy some help. I feel like he just,
5: he, every, yeah.
11: you know. It's well, just he's,
5: th- he's down on his luck, clearly. He's down
11: on his luck. Okay, join the club. Join <laughs> the club. Shoot, there's a whole bunch of militias down on their luck. But, hey, you know, we just keep moving on, keep turning. But let's get it first. Coop, I'm just telling you right now, I feel like that that that, that cup of Kool-Aid is sitting right next to you right now. About them Broncos. It, it's sitting right next to you. You want to take a sip so bad. It was in your voice. I heard it. Just give it up. It's over. What Kool-Aid? I totally just
10: completely I, bashed them. What are you talking about?
11: No, you bashed them, but then you came back and said, well, if they win against the Chiefs and the Chargers and they beat the Chargers, they're back in the playoffs. That's that Kool-Aid sit right there. That's a
5: good point. He did, you that's did sound Kool-Aid. that. that yeah,
10: did they track, not just Chris. beat the Cowboys the week before? Well, that's the Cowboys. They paper Tigers. Come on, everybody know that.
11: What are they, you they, talking they, about? You're in Houston. All of your teams are trash. They stink. They stink. So, and I was gonna tell you, they stink. They stink worse than hot garbage. I swear to God. Like hey, your phone look, calls. Look it, at, look it. At I'm just <laughs> saying. Coop, I'm not trying to hate on you. I mean, you ain't drinking full Kool-Aid like Ben, dude. But I mean, you, you got you oh, looking stop. at that Kool-Aid. Stop. I don't
5: drink Kool-Aid. I'm a truth no, teller. Oh yes, is what you I am. do.
11: You the no, same I guy saying the Clippers made the Final Four? Well, there's no such thing in the NBA. All right, Who, name five. name
5: the Final Four teams in the NBA playoffs last year. Go ahead.
11: USA. Nobody knows nobody knows
5: who the losers are. No, no, nobody that's incorrect. You. Everyone that's what knows
11: the it, was, it was final it. four. The final
5: four was Brooklyn and Milwaukee and the Clippers who? and the Suns. That who? was the final four.
11: Well, I'll, I'll tell you, man. But you know what? I don't want to sit here and keep throwing hate and shade everywhere. I need to tell the love, even though it's only one game, the man is back, Cam Newton. We got sound bites, we got hats. Did you oh, see yeah. that whole he was oh, wearing? Yeah. Oh man. Come on. Yeah. You well, got to have this type of action in the NFL. We gotta yeah. to well, you the problem, got to have something. Well, the problem the problem
5: is that listen, Cam, I'll give him credit. He played a few snaps. He played well, but w- the book on Cam Newton has been the more that he plays, the more that he does not play well. So we'll see if that maybe it'll be
11: different. And, maybe and, it'll be different and, and this time. I leave, and before I leave, hey, did anybody send a therapy dog down there to Jason Smith? Cuz the Mike the legend of Mike White is cooked. <laughs> oh, I, <yeah.
5: laughs> Yeah, that's us. I guess no more no more columns about him being the next Kurt Warner or Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm glad we got those in. And just think, when Mike White a year from now is selling insurance or playing in the Canadian Football League, he can put on his wall the columns in the New York Post and the Daily News comparing him to Tom Brady and to Kurt Warner. So. <laughs>
11: golly, it's hard to be a Jets fan and a Lions fan. I'm a Texas fan, and I know we speak,
5: but... Well, you're settling but, in, though, Chris. The, you are the, tech, you're, uh, you're the Lions of Texas. How about that?
11: No, 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 don't do that. No, no. You're the Jets of Texas. <sighs> oh, you heard my feelings with that. I'm out. <laughs> All
5: right, hang up on yourself. So the bonus baby, that would be in the Washington football team's game, I- wanted to default to Washington Redskins, but the Washington football team uh, taking on Tampa Bay. And Washington won the game. As a result, Taylor Heineke getting the upset win over the Buccaneers. And thanks to a contract bonus, he cashed in an extra $125,000 contract incentive. He played at least 60% of the plays, and Washington won the game. So he gets an extra $125,000 just because they happen to win the game. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, straight ahead, the Insta advice line. Good for him. My goodness. All right, here's the question All right, right now. We're going to give you the instant advice line. I have an idea. Actually, I'm going to wait. I have the idea of what I think we need to give – who we need to give advice to. But if you want to give someone you know, advice – You want to recommend someone, uh, you can do that. Send me a message on Twitter. We'll have the Insta advice line. We'll get to that. We'll do it next.
8: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
7: From the first moment you tune in, you know the Ben Maller Show is not your garden variety sports talk. We welcome all the freaks of nature to the Maller Militia. Facebook's an online amusement park for all of us. You can chat with other super fans of the show. It's simple and it's free. Help support our show by liking our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller.
9: Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice.
6: Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10
5: whole seconds.
9: And if you don't like it, you.
5: And away we go. It's the Instant Advice Line Unscreened Radio. The safety net comes off. We take your calls. No middle person. No, uh, no interloper. No involved in this is just me and you you can pull out your burner phone have a great time and encroach on the airwaves of fox sports radio at 877-99 on fox who needs our advice i didn't see anybody better so we need to give advice to teddy bridgewater I did a monologue on touchdown teddy or teddy touchdown earlier as he ended up ole 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 I had the matador tackle against the eagles after an a turnover in that game so advice to the Broncos Teddy Bridgewater on how to tackle better you're live on the air when you hear my voice at 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369 and we start out with you on line one hello line one hi Ben how are you all right thank you I was, I love when Andrea gets in on right, uh, line two you are next hello line two advice to the Broncos Teddy Bridgewater let's go Brandon all right, thank you for that. Let's go to line three. Is that a NASCAR fan got on? Uh, line three is next. Hello, line three.
11: Hey, Teddy, just remember this inspirational quote from Alec Baldwin. You'll miss 100% of the shots you don't take.
5: That's a cheap shot by Charlie in San Antonio. Let's go to line four. Line four is next. Instant advice line. Hello.
9: You play like a nine-year-old girl. Okay,
5: there's Angry Bill. All our favorites are getting in. Uh, Let's say uh, line six. Line six is next. Hello, line six. I know what you, Chris. Oh no,
7: Chris! Watch out! All right, let's go to line one. Line one. He already took out Roberto.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Line one. Hello, Aaron Rodgers blows. All right, thank you for that. Line two. Hello, line two.
11: Happy birthday, Roberto.
5: Happy birthday, Roberto. That must be why he's away, Eddie. It must be his birthday, an extended birthday weekend. Let's go Happy to line. Birthday. Yes, a line three is next. Hello, line three.
11: Man, tell Teddy stop watching them Cam Newton highlights, man.
5: <laughs> yes, he models himself after Cam Newton. Uh, he needs the hats now. Let's go to you on line four. Hello, that was Sean, the hood guy. Hello, line four.
1: Red gender troubled water.
5: Okay, thank you. Yes, all right, uh, we've determined that. Line 5 is next. Hello, Line 5. All right, thank you, Line 5. Let's go to Line 6. Line of, that's the guy moving around the phone. Line 6. Hello, Line 6. Line 6 is not paying attention. We'll go back to Line 1. It's the instant advice line. This is why we have a screener. unscreen calls giving advice to Bronco quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. He had a matador tackle effort against the Eagles. Hello, Line 1.
11: Don't go,
5: Gascon. Don't go. Uh, no, he's gone. Uh, line two. Hello, line two. David,
11: David Gaskin. <laughs> All right.
5: Uh, line three is, I didn't hear that guy. Line three, hello.
11: Let's go, Brandon.
5: All right, that guy got back on line four. Hello, line four.
11: At least don't be as bad as Jonathan Abram.
5: Okay. All right. We'll do one more. Boy, this is going well. One more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop because he will pick the final call on the instant advice line for Teddy Bridgewater on how to tackle better. Pick a good one, Koop. Line six. Line six. Final call. You're on the air. Line six. Go. Drew lock yourself in a room because you're, that's the best quarterback you're going to get all year. There it is. Rambling from Supermarket Steve on Drew lock.